Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio era, having defended that title up for better than three decades. And straight up today, we're talking an hour of combat sports, first boxing, then MMA, but straight up, John Jones, the UFC light heavyweight champion, testing positive for a, 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 a particle of cocaine in training December the 4th. Who cares? Nevada State Athletic Commission should be should be reprimanded for releasing that kind of stuff. I think it's damaging to his career. I didn't think it had nothing to do with the fight because they are testing for performance-enhancing drugs. Performance-enhancing drugs, not cocaine, a month before the fight. Straight up, it's his business, what he wants to do with his body. I don't think that it's appropriate for John Jones' life to be brought out in the media the way it has this week. Straight up, not my favorite guy, but... John Jones, if you're listening to 3WE back there in Atlanta, GA, you're in cocaine rehab. I support you, but I think going to cocaine rehab was just a, a PC cop-out, and you did it because of the fact that, you know, the company pressured you because you didn't test positive for a fight. That's just it. We're talking fighting. We're talking combat sports. We're talking about competition. We're not talking about what a guy does two months before or a month before. Does it have any impact on the fight? No. That's what we're testing for, performance-enhancing drugs. People don't get it. You hear cocaine or marijuana, oh, my God. Well, Barack Obama did blow. A lot of people did blow. Scott Cuddy did blow. Straight up, 1-800-878-7529. You want to talk about it? 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes, listen to me. We can save you a lot of headaches and money. There are a lot of scams out there that promise to settle your tax debts for pennies on the dollar and charge large upfront fees to do it. Call Community Tax Relief. They have an experienced team that can help you negotiate a lower tax bill. They offer a free consultation, and most importantly, there are no large upfront fees. Charles owed the IRS $23,000. Community Tax Relief settled for $1,800. And Sheila's $55,000 tax bill was settled to around $4,000. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, call or save this number now. Results may vary. 800-917-1275, 800-917-1275, 800-917-1275, 917-1275. My joints used to kill me. 
I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. I'm here, and I'm ready. They're not. Bring it. The greatest, Muhammad Ali, turning 73 January the 17th, released from a hospital this week. Been there for a while, some type of infection. Looking good as far as the cameras were concerned. I got to give him some props. He looks pretty good for 73. Dyed his hair again. Looking good, Muhammad. Straight up, the most articulate uh, African-American spokesperson, certainly an athlete of the 20th century, and second only to the great Martin Luther King, I think is an orator in the 20th century as far as African-American spokespersons are concerned. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, of course, Brought to you in part by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Don't forget, you can check out the WBO and their champions at WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. Straight up, a sponsor of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Speaking of WBO, the president, El Presidente, my friend, Paco Valcarcel, Francisco Valcarcel, Esquire, of course, of San Juan, Puerto Rico, on the show tomorrow. We'll talk politics. We'll talk the ratings. We'll talk all kinds of WBO stuff. And, of course, Manny Pacquiao, will he eventually defend that WBO title against Floyd Mayweather? Is Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao ever going to fight? Well, according to the folks in Dubai, and I've been to Dubai. Dubai is a hellhole. Don't don't believe all the all the hype here about Dubai. You see all those you know beautiful buildings and things like that, and nice shopping centers. Oh, that's all kind of good, right? But the bottom line is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cesspool. I mean, you got nothing but people over there dressed like beekeepers. I'm talking about the women. They've got these little sexy little uh, burkas on. They've got different burkas than the regular burkas. This burka is not a total mask. You get to see some of the mug, okay? But you've got these sexy women running around in burkas. Then you've got hookers, and that's it. 
It's like the Burka women and the hookers. There's no separation in between. There's no median. That's just it. When I say to the Hotel Moscow, Moscow who abused my debit card and they didn't realize it until a couple of, a couple of weeks later, um, I stayed there, went down to the uh, hotel uh, nightclub, and I noticed there was like 140 chicks in there and two guys. That's, that's great odds, except it was a brothel. That's, that's, that's what Dubai is all about, okay? Dubai is about sex, money, power, politics. Wait, wait. That's the United States, isn't it? Anyway, bottom line is I wasn't a fan of Dubai. I was sick there for almost a week from the uh, food I ate on Air Emirates on the way over. Maybe the best airline in the world or one of them up there with the Israelis and, of course, Singapore and Qantas. But uh, I got to tell you, that food was bad. Don't eat airline food. I used to eat it all the time. No problem. That, that, that time, that, that was a major problem. I spent a lot of time in the bathroom, if you know what I'm talking about, on the way. It was a 17-hour flight over, like a 19-hour flight back. And, of course, that was a trip where I showed up at the airport for my return flight. Promoter Harold Smith had burned me out of the money for the, uh, the airline ticket. He cashed in my airline ticket when I was over there. He cashed it in. And then I went to the airport, and they said, no ticket, no, no ticket, no washing, no ticket, no fly. Okay? I didn't fly. Not right then and there. Okay? Got out the old debit card, put it together, called the bank. Before you knew it, I was on a flight to San Francisco, a 19-hour flight. Then, wait, wait. So then I take the sleeping pill to go to sleep because I'm sick as a dog. I've been over there for a flu. I've been lost all kinds of weight. I've been throwing up for a week. Um, so anyway, so I take the sleeping pill. We get on the plane. And, and when I wake up like three hours later, the plane hasn't taken off. What's going on? Well, there was a delay, some computer delay and some type of glitch, right? So it was another 19, no, no, another 21 hours before we got back to San Francisco. I was in a plane for an entire day. It was not fun. But that was my experience in Dubai. Now, according to the folks in Dubai who have a lot of money, we all know that, you know, all that big, big money. Anyway, they threw out a $100 million bid or something like that for a Mayweather-Manny Pacquiao fight. According to the folks in Dubai, Manny, uh, Floyd Mayweather turned it down. According to Manny Pacquiao, they're going back and forth as far as negotiations are concerned. I think the fight's going to happen now. I really do, because there are people uh, pressuring both sides and, and wanting to make it happen. Of course, the Pacquiao people are in a bad spot because, you know, They've lost a couple of times, albeit once controversially and once decisively. The controversial one to Tim Bradley, the decisive one to Juan Manuel Marquez, getting flattened, I think, in the seventh or the eighth round. Um, you know, I mean, his value, his stock value has, has not plummeted, but it's, it's gone down a little bit. And Mayweather's, his value, his stock value is, <clears throat> is not blue. It's not premium anymore. It's, it's coming down. I mean, come on. Marcos Medina? Marcos Medina is really like... I don't want to say he's an A fighter because he, he's not really an A fighter. He's like a B fighter, a B guy. And if a B guy can give Floyd Mayweather a good rumble the first time, and that's what I think exactly. You know what sort of remind me of that first, that, that, that first Mayweather-Medina fight? Sort of remind me of the first Muhammad Ali-Leon Spinks fight where Ali came into the fight, you know, not in the greatest of shape. And I thought Floyd was in great shape. But <clears throat> had he lost on points, it wouldn't have, big, wouldn't, have big, wouldn't have been such a big thing because, you know, Ali got the rematch with Leon Spinks and he beat him in the rematch. Of course, look good in the rematch. That's what it sort of looked like to me. You know, Mayweather didn't put forth 100% the first time around as far as prep was concerned, and he didn't look, he looked a little lackluster. In the second fight, of course, it was a boxing exhibition of sorts, and then him running around the ring like some track star in the 12th round, I thought that was an insult to all boxing fans and anybody that threw down the 70 bucks to buy this fight on pay-per-view. That's why somebody said to me, oh, I don't watch pay-per-view anymore. No, no, really? Yeah, no kidding. Okay, I mean, I, I know why. The value is not there anymore. I was with Don King. Well, I remember we had Don King on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about the, we talked about the cards he used to have. He used to have like four or five title fights on a pay-per-view card or a, a closed-circuit TV card. I mean, that's how stacked 
that stable was. And those were the fights he put together. A lot of fights that he put together, he put together with adversaries, other promoters in which he didn't get along with, he didn't uh, share the same uh, sheets with, uh, Bob Arum, etc. And he put these fights together, and they made super fights. Why? Because they made dollars and cents. Okay, dollars and cents. And the sense part of it is you've got to do something for the goodness of the sport, for the benefit, the benevolence of the sport itself. Because if you put together crap fights, guess what? You know, people aren't going to be too interested. They're not going to want to watch boxing. In fact, I was talking with historian Ronald Marshall of Alameda, California during the week. And he told me, he says, you know, I've been watching boxing now for almost 50 years. And that's what he told me. And he's just. He's, he doesn't feel the buzz anymore. He says some of the big fights maybe, but the fact that Mayweather has this, this, this mythical title, this throne, pound for pound king, and that what he says goes, it sort of takes away from the entire rest of the game. It just does. I mean, there are other guys out there. Danny Garcia, eh, until he started fighting flops, he, he was a great, great guy. I think he's got potential at 140 pounds, but at 147 he might be too small. But he is the reigning 140. 40-pound champion. Of course, at 122 pounds, there's Guillermo Rigano. There's all kinds of good talent around boxing, I think. Good, good talent. Of course, 126, Johnny Gonzalez, tough, tough guy, spells his name wrong, J-H-O-N-N-Y. But, um, you know, it's, it, it, he can't uh, fault his parents. His parents said it was a mistake, and by the time they went to change it, and this is the way it ended up being, J-H-O-N-Y. But, of course, there are other Latino countries in the country and the world that spell their name that way as far as Johnny is concerned. But Johnny Gonzalez at 126, so many unknown guys. You know, at 135 pounds, of course, you got possibly the fighter of the year, Mr. Terrence Crawford, Omaha, Nebraska. Never thought I'd say that. Possible fighter of the year coming out of Omaha, Nebraska. Come on. Omaha? Really? Yeah, but he's undefeated. I think he's 24-25-0. The WB 135-pound champion had a stellar year. And I think the fighter of the year, yeah, he, he deserves some props there. But Gennady Golovkin. I keep going back to this because nobody else seems to want to give this guy props. He knocked out all, he knocked out three guys, all three guys. And Daniel Gilly knocked out, and, and Gill's a, 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 an A fighter. I mean, he is. He's an A fighter in my mind. So he beat good guys. Gennady Golovkin. Talk about Floyd Mayweather as being like, oh, the fighter of the year. For what? For what? Come on. You're selling yourself short if you can't look past Mayweather as a boxing you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. That's our toll-free line here at these Sports Byline studios. Of course, we are live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, American Forces Network, and, of course, live at sportsbyline.com. This is Ring Talk, and you're tuned to the longest-running show in fight history. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. 
InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Attention, if you've had hip replacement surgery and suffered any complications, you need to listen to this important legal alert. Major manufacturers have made billions of dollars available to award legal claims for defective hip implants. Thousands of these defective hip implants have been recalled by various manufacturers. If you've had hip surgery and suffered complications, you may be entitled to receive significant compensation to help you deal with your complications. You may be eligible to receive money to help with medical expenses, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Protect yourself by hiring an experienced trial attorney. Our partner law firms are experts in hip replacement surgery lawsuits. Find out now if you're eligible to receive any of the $2.5 billion hip settlement fund. Call now for free information. 800-296-1360. That's 800-296-1360. Being a fighter, you know, you always know that there's a lot going on behind the scenes you don't really know about. Now, being that Floyd and Pacquiao are both champions in their own right, they're both tough fighters, I would never be one to think one is more afraid of the other one. You know what I mean? So a lot of times it just comes down to business. You know, but I think that um, if I had the opportunity to fight somebody who I felt like was going to be a real challenge for me in the ring and people felt like I could, uh, that person could possibly beat me, I would definitely get in there to it. I would take less money. So it's never an excuse. At the end of the day, you need to get in there and get it on. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a voice I'd know anywhere. Talk about a combination. <laughs> Layla Ali and John Wayne. And then yours truly. Brought to you by Scott Cuddy. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. This segment we switch gears in about 
Oh, about 12 minutes, we switch into the world of MMA. Of course, UFC 182 in the books, and John Jones still the light heavyweight champion. And I was a little bit surprised about that, the actual outcome of the fight and where the fight went down. Of course, I had picked Daniel Cormier, so I'm going to eat some crow and have some fun. In about 10 or 12 minutes, we switch gears and go to the world of mixed martial arts. Now, in the world of boxing, <clears throat> Golden Boy Promotions, according to a website, uh, obviously Fight News, uh, Golden Boy Promotions reportedly surrendered its promotional rights to Adrian Broner, Danny Garcia, and most fighters associated with reclusive boxing manager C. Closeted advisor Al Heyman. According to Yahoo Sports, the company will continue to promote Amir Khan, Lucas Matizzi, and Leo Santa Cruz. They have joint contracts there. Golden Boy has also reportedly reached an undisclosed settlement with former CEO Richard Schaefer, who has left the company last summer. And uh, after, of course, they went to war, and he, he didn't, I thought he didn't do Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions the best for Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions. He did deals I thought that were better for other people like Al Heyman. Um, but Schaefer has a no competition clause, I think, in this settlement, so he can't promote for a couple of years. And, of course, the L.A. Times says Marcos Medina and Danny Jacobs are also former Golden Boy fighters and that they are going with uh, Al Heyman as well. Speaking of Al Heyman, in case you didn't know, I wrote about it earlier in the week at ringtalk.com. That's R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. And I, I broke the story about how Al Heyman is basically going to take over boxing, I believe, because he, listen, during an NFL game, they slid this into an NFL game. Boxing returns to NBC, mama, whatever. What? And, and, and wait, unless you didn't have it on the DVR, and you're not going to have it on the DVR when you're watching football. I, I'm not me, because anyway. Anyway, bottom line was, that's what they announced. Boxing returning to NBC. And, of course, I researched it a little bit, and it turns out that Al Heyman has struck a deal with NBC, the Peacock. That's right. The folks at, what, 30 Rockefeller Center who, uh, boxing, put it this way, boxing was about as welcome at 30 Rockefeller Center as a flea between the sheets. I mean, it did it, for a long, long time. And boxing, it helped them, had some good good times at NBC. I mean, NBC Sports World, Freddie Bicheco, the, the Albert brother was at Marv that got caught with a tranny. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it, was, it, it was a good, good series. I thought Jorge Mario Paez, we saw the, the, uh, the superstars of America or tomorrow's champions like, like Alex Ramos back in the day and, and, and Bobby Chez and Johnny Bumpus. And I mean, all these guys were developed on NBC. Pretty good fighters developed on NBC. Marvin Hagler spent some time on NBC. Okay, the world. Middleweight champion, ex-world middleweight champion. I mean, NBC had some great fights. Of course, Ferdy was, you know, Ferdy was a little bit, a little controversial. And I think that's good. I think in order to have a successful boxing program, listen to this one, you've got to have a little controversy because it was all like A, B, C, and D. It would be nothing. It just would be nothing. You need the controversy. Right now, boxing is not a thing as controversial as it needs to be. They need to make some headlines. I think this thing with NBC and, and, and Heyman coming together. I mean, Heyman is like signed. Somebody told me he signed over 100 fighters. And one fighter who appeared on a very uh, a nondescript network of sorts got over $100,000 for a fight against a nondescript opponent. And I said to myself, hmm, Al Heyman overpaying guys. So when you talk to fighters, they're not unhappy with Al Heyman. Not at all. Okay? The other people are. The, the promoters and the managers and <clears throat> and some of the network people. You know, and, and he had to swing a deal somewhere because he had burned his bridge at HBO. Okay, at Showtime, you know, the bridge was teetering because they didn't know what to do. Was Showtime going to step in and put the uh, handcuffs on 
Vice President Steven Espinosa of the Sports Department because he wasn't putting putting together decent enough fight cards on TV, putting together, you know, A fighters versus Z fighters and 101 shots and things like that. Not the stuff you want to see on the second uh, leading, allegedly second leading cable network as far as the sport of professional boxing is concerned. So the, the quality of boxing did take a bit of a... <clears throat> bit of a uh, quality of the matchups, not the quality of the participants, because there were some good fighters on Showtime this year. They just weren't too many good fights. They just weren't, because they weren't matched tough. And that had a lot to do with the fact that Al Heyman and Steven Espinosa, I guess, were working together. Well, they're not working together anymore. And fighters like, you know, uh, Peter Quillen, Lamont Peterson, and speaking of Quillen, this guy from Brooklyn, New York, Kid Chocolate, stole the name of Kid Chocolate. What an idiot, okay? He gave up the WBO title because he didn't want to fight Matt Korobov, okay? Then Korobov looks like less than average and less than stellar going into this fight with Andy Lee. Then he gets knocked out by Andy Lee, okay? I mean, what, what was he thinking? What was Al Heyman thinking on that one? It was a bad move, I thought. But I think that for Peter Quillen to give up the title, he had to do it at the advice of Al Heyman, and I think Al put a couple of bucks in his pocket. You know, listen, when you give money to fighters, especially cash, I remember back in the day when when uh, when uh, Hasin Rahman had knocked out Lennox Lewis over in Cape Town, South Africa, or something like that, for the for the World Heavyweight Championship, and he came home, and Don King was courting him, and Don King was chasing him around, okay, and he had a twenty four million dollar deal on the table from uh, promoter Cedric Kushner and HBO, a twenty four million dollar deal. Guess what he did? He took a he took three hundred and fifty grand in a, in a in a duffel bag. From Don King instead. I kid you not. 300. You talk about cash. Cash is king. Holy. Imagine that. 24 million. 350,000. Big difference as far as like money's concerned, right? I mean, he made more than $350,000, but that's what the Don sold, gave him to sign with him. And it was a, it was a, it was a bad move for S.E. Rockman, of course, who got lit up in the rematch. Of course, uh, Lennox was coming back and then retiring, basically, you know, I mean, he retired. He lost the fight to Oliver McCall. He came back. Um, he didn't really have too many blights on his record. As world heavyweight champion, Lennox Lewis, of course, this week has been calling, uh, as he has for the past four or five weeks, for the fact that he thinks that Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather need to fight. I don't know. I'm sort of getting tired of the whole scene. I really am. Speaking of getting tired of the scene, not getting tired of this scene, folks. I'm talking about rookie of the year, Anthony Joshua. Was he 10-0, 10 wax, 11-0, 11 wax? Out of uh, the UK, the 2012 Olympic gold medalist at heavyweight, 240 pounds, six foot seven, six foot eight. Looks like the best of the big guys. If there's a guy that can give Vladimir Klitschko a challenge, even at the age of 65, it could probably be Anthony Joshua. But I think uh, Sports Illustrated magazine named him Rookie of the Year or something like that. But I thought he was Rookie of the Year a long time before Sports Illustrated. Uh, Sergey Kovalov, the WBO champion, World Boxing Organization. He uh, came up as the SI Fighter of the Year. Was he 25-0 and 1 now? Lots of knockouts. Big puncher. Of course, uh, beat Bernard Hopkins this year. I guess that was the, the climactic end of this year. It didn't really, wasn't really climactic. If that was like a porno movie, I sort of would have fell asleep. I mean, it was Kovalov boxing, but it wasn't Kovalov being vicious and going crazy. He just didn't want to do it. He didn't want to take the chance. Didn't want to, didn't want to make, take the risk against Bernard Hopkins. You never knew what Hopkins, Hopkins was going to do. Hopefully, Hopkins will now retire. He's 50 years old, and I think although he had a great run at middleweight and he had some decent fights at light heavyweight, and, of course, he, he beat uh, Kelly Pavlik in a, in a, in a catchweight fight. I mean, he, he's done some good things in his career, no question about it, but it's, he's 50 years old now, man. It's just time to go. 
time to go. Speaking of time to go, I was thinking Andre Ward was going to retire. Not so. Said he's going to appear on the show next week. We'll see about that. Of course, signed a contract this week with uh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Beyonce's husband, now a big-time boxing promoter. Uh, well, I think this, this, you know, I don't know. Listen, every time these guys <clears throat> from another, uh, with the exception of Al Hyman, but when these guys from other entities like the music business or the or the sports or, 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 or maybe the acting, you know, they, they come into boxing, they usually lose a lot of money, okay? This guy's got a lot of money. He's like a billionaire, so I guess he can lose a lot of money, him and his wife, okay? But he signed Andre Ward to a contract. Of course, the... The uh, unbelievably talented young man, of course, out of Oakland, California, 2004 Olympic gold medal, so he's now 27-0 with no draws and like 14-15 wax. The ranking world-recognized 168-pound super middleweight champion, won that Super 6 tournament, beat guys like Kessler and Carl Frock. I mean, he beat all the guys at 168, all the top guys, but all the top guys have sort of left him alone because he's been inactive. He got hurt, had some... Uh, some promotional issues with the late Dan Goosen and Goosen Tudor promotions. That sort of kept him on the shelf for a while, but he's back and he says he'll appear next week. I got to contact somebody. Listen, this was sort of, sort of a little weird. You know, you know, a kid from, from the start, I mean, you're watching him, you know, when he's at nine, 10, 11, 12 years old and, you know, fighting at 65, 70 pounds and you nurture him and you watch him go become an Olympic gold medalist. And then of course a world champion, things like that. And then <clears throat> things get a little different. You end up having to deal with PR people instead of dealing with the kid or the trainer himself. Sort of a little weird when they put these layers in between you, but Andre Ward's one of those guys that's very, very protective, super, super protective of himself. And, and I can see why at times. Of course, he's got a, a precious perch. He's got a good wife. They live over there in Marin County. More power to him. He's got some great, great kids. And <clears throat> Andre Ward is going to be back in action. Very good. Fighting for guess who? Jay-Z. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Switching gears to the world of mixed martial arts. In the next segment, of course, we have live phone lines, <clears throat> open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. USC 182, of course, eh, history. USC 183, right around the corner. Some of the big fights in the world of mixed martial arts in the year 2015. We'll talk about that. Right now, Tower of Power playing at Yoshi's. In Oakland, California, it takes us to the break. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, iTunes, and the American Forces Network. Not all waters are created equal. Alchemy Water has been specially treated with a patented system to create a premium alkaline water that tastes great and offers more benefits than natural water. Alchemy is ionized and microclustered for antioxidant protection while neutralizing free radicals. Plus, it's fluoride-free and eco-friendly. All of these things add up to the ultimate health and wellness premium water. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E-Water.com. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. 
all at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. If you've ever imagined yourself in Hawaii, YMT Vacations will make your dreams come true. With a perfect climate, breathtaking scenery, and exquisite beaches, you can experience paradise with YMT on a 13-day four-island tour. Feel the warm sand beneath your toes on Oahu. Smell the flowers and see the brilliant colors of Kauai. Discover spectacular waterfalls and lush tropical foliage on Maui. Or picture yourself strolling the black sand beaches of the Big Island. YMT Vacations offers weekly departure dates with beautiful hotels on all four islands baggage handling tour guide drivers sightseeing flights between the islands and free time to relax for details and reservations call ymt at one 817 8360 or go to ymtvacations.com don't miss out on this trip of a lifetime at the guaranteed lowest price from only 1649 dollars plus tax low-cost airfare available too. call today one 817 8360 or go to ymtvacations.com Hello, Mr. Green. Remember that electronic device you donated or traded in? The computer with all your bank statements and passwords you think you erased? The phone with all the lovely family photos you think you wiped? You didn't use Tech Erase, did you? Lucky for me. Had you used Tech Erase's secure digital shredding process, I wouldn't have been able to steal your identity. So say hello to the new Mr. Green, and thanks for all the gifts you're about to buy me. Don't let this happen to you. Visit techerace.com now to protect your identity, family, and business. Enter code SPORTS for 25% off secure racing services for a limited time. Make sure you tune in to the Sports Byline Combat Sports Recap with Pedro Fernandez. Saturday nights on Sports Byline USA Sports Overnight America Weekend Edition. Brought to you by Alchemy Water. Just under 90 seconds remains in the fourth round. We use that arm to try to take away the base. Oh, look at the kicks. That's old school Hicks and Gracie style. More of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Incredibly, this was my first theme song. The show was concerned. Armed and extremely dangerous. I was back in the you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of mixed martial arts. This segment, of course, you are tuned to the, either the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, uh, the American Forces Network, iTunes, Stitcher.com. I can go on and on, folks. We've got all kinds of platforms. But the bottom line is we're here live Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, 11 a.m. Pacific time. We go for an hour of we combine both boxing and mixed martial arts. Then we go on Sunday with a two-hour show. An hour of boxing and an hour of MMA. That starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time. 11 a.m. Pacific time, live shows both Saturday and Sunday on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Sirius XM Satellite Radio, 
Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Check us out live all across the world, folks, on the fabulous Internet. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 30-plus years now. Let's talk about USC 182. Let's go through the, the results, per se, because, you know, the results, they were, they, they, they were telling because the fact that, that, that John Jones could go out there and basically school Daniel Cormier, and he did school him. And even though I picked Cormier to win this fight, I thought he would win this fight pretty decisively. He didn't. He really wasn't in the fight all that much. I mean, your scores were 49 to 46 across the board. They could have been 48-47, three rounds to two. Okay, but <clears throat> it was 49-46. That's four rounds to one. And the judges felt that John Jones deserved to hold on to the title. I thought so. And uh, most of the uh, people tuning in thought that Cormier put up a lackluster performance. Didn't seem to didn't seem to have the fire in him. I mean, just couldn't get ignited. I don't know what was going on there, but it just didn't, wasn't a Daniel Cormier I'd seen you know, flung, fling people around the gym down there in, uh, in uh, Silicon Valley, USA. So straight up, Danny Cormier having an off night, John Jones having an on night, retaining the light heavyweight championship of the world. Of course, defeated only that one time via disqualification, the Matt Hamill. He hit him on the ground, the ground with some uh, illegal elbows, allegedly back, or they were illegal back then. So John Jones was DQ'd that one time. But outside of that, he is unbeaten. Of course, going to probably meet the, we'll probably talk about the, the future opponent for Daniel Corm- uh, for John Jones and Dorney Cormier in the next couple of months because, you know, Cormier is going to have to regroup. And Deion Jones, of course, coming out of this cocaine rehab, which I think was just totally unnecessary. We'll talk about that in detail in just a minute. Uh, the Cowboy, Donald Cerrone was a winner over Miles Jury, unanimous knot across the board, three rounds, zip, 30 to 27. Hector Lombard beat up on Josh Berkman at welterweight, of course, Ber- Lombard, the former Bellator middleweight champion uh, at flyweight. God, I always have these challenging words, uh, challenging names. Kyoji Haraguchi. Oh, that's pretty good. He, he beat up on Lewis Gottenot. That was a unanimous knot across the board in three rounds. Of course, they were fighting at 125 pounds. Middleweights, this was an impressive fighter. Brad Tavares. Look very good. Took off part Nate Marquardt. Of course, Marquardt, no longer the gatekeeper. Sort of like, I don't know, maybe less than the gatekeeper. Just, I mean, he came up with a couple of good wins of late, but, you know, all in all, he's long in the tooth. I mean, he sort of looked like Hillbilly Jim, the old, the old wrestling guy in the wrestling days, the WWE days, Hillbilly Jim, that big old beard and stuff. Just didn't look the, the fighter part, part to me. Didn't look all that hard and solid. And, you know, I think it's time for him to retire after being beat by Brad Tavares, who got, beat, got the snot beat out of him. Across the board, 30 to 27, three rounds of zip, three five-minute rounds. Of course, the uh, welterweight contest I talked about, Hector Lombard. Underneath, eh, I don't know. Paul Felder looked okay beating Danny Castillo. I thought it was a spinning back fist. And, you know, Danny Castillo was favorite coming into that fight. But, you know, anything can happen in the world of mixed martial arts. Anything. And when I say anything, of course, you means you can get knocked out with a spinning back fist. You can get knocked out by punches, kicks, knees. All kinds of different ways to get drilled. Of course, then you've got the submission end of it. You can get arm bars and choke holes. And, I mean, come on. There's all, and then, of course, you can be DQ like Don, Donald John Jones was at one time. Speaking of John Jones, let's go into that in detail now because I'm going to take a few minutes on this one. <clears throat> John Jones is out of Atlanta, GA. Not married. Got a couple of kids and a fiance. You know, he lives a good life. He is the uh, USC light heavyweight champion. Some people consider him the best fighter pound for pound in the world of mixed martial arts. And he may be. Okay, I mean, if he hasn't peaked yet, uh, he's coming awfully close to it. And as far as him wanting to fight Cain Velasquez, well, that's a subject we'll probably delve into a little bit later. But right now, we're going to talk about what happened to John Jones and how he got railroaded by the Nevada State Athletic Commission and was sort of thrown under the bus by his own company. I'm talking about the UFC. Well, I guess the UFC didn't have much of a choice. 
Here's what happened. John Jones was randomly tested on December the 4th. There was a particle in his urine that came back positive for cocaine or part of the, the met- metabolite that's uh, involved in cocaine. I can't, can't talk about that because this word is so long and so medical, I don't even want to get into it. But the bottom line is he tested positive for this thing, not in one test, but in both tests that they took on December the 4th. Okay? He was not competing. And according to the World Anti-Doping Association, uh, and that's who the Nevada State Athletic Commission follows as far as their rules are concerned, to have these, these drugs in your system when you're not in competition is not illegal. I don't think they should be able to prosecute you because you smoke weed or because you snorted a little cocaine or something like that. That's your business. Is it illegal? Who cares? It's your business. These are victimless crimes. Okay, and we've got people like government agencies like the Nevada State Athletic Commission going into people's lives and exposing them on the Internet. The Internet's according to George Bush. Uh, I mean, exposing them all around the world via the media and doing press conferences and saying, you know, well, he tested positive for cocaine, but it was really didn't really didn't matter because, you know, it wasn't during competition. Well, if it really didn't matter, why do we need to turn him out? Why do we need to throw him under the bus? Why? I'm not a big John Jones fan. But I'm a big civil rights fan, and I'm a big right of privacy fan, okay? And you, I mean, come on. You're trying to tell me now that, that if, if a guy tests positive or, or if, you know, marijuana takes like 30 to 60 days to come out of your system, so you're training for a fight, and they test you like a month before, and you test positive for weed, it should, it, it should impact the fight? It shouldn't impact the fight. Testing positive for cocaine a month before the fight shouldn't impact the fight. Testing positive for testosterone a month before the fight that should throw up a red flag. People should be saying, whoa, 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 performance and anti-drugs, combat sports, violent endings. You don't need that. Just don't need it. Unnecessary. Uh, the sport, both combat sports, talk about boxing and mixed martial arts, they're violent enough. You don't need to add the ferocity and the tenacity of somebody being on steroids, having a roid rage while they're during, during combat or having that roid advantage. And there is an advantage because if you look at some of the guys that have been caught, some of these guys have really excelled in the world of mixed martial arts and boxing. They have. I mean, it helps. When you can recover, uh, as far as you know, the, the blood doping is concerned, when you put the oxygen back in the blood, what's called H, something like that. Anyway, when you re-dope, when you, when you blood dope, you can gain like 50 or 60% more oxygen. In other words, when you sit down on the stool to rest between rounds, instead of recovering in a minute, and that's what we usually used to recover at as a boxer. We sure you were pretty... If you were in good shape, you were sort of like back, back at you know a normal heartbeat and back to beating okay about 40, 45 seconds into the, the rest break, which lasted a minute, okay? But if you weren't, eh, going to say you were in trouble. You are breathing hard into the next round. But you got five five-minute rounds. Now some of these championship fights in the world of mixed martial arts, John Jones did his thing for five five-minute rounds. That's all he should be uh, uh, held accountable for. He shouldn't be held accountable for a drug test, a random drug test, which was taken for performance-enhancing drug agents, and there were none. I don't think that the, the other factors in the test should have been uh, released. It embarrassed him. It embarrassed his company to an extent. Dana White, you know, and, and, like, and like Dana and Lorenzo Fertitta and those guys, they haven't done a line of coke in their time. Yeah, there ain't too many people I know that haven't done a line of coke in their life. Sorry, this is the way it is. Maybe I know the wrong people, but I'm talking about important people. And I know people that... I'm in my 50s, so I know people uh, that are long in the tooth. And, of course, some people are still booing it. Red Fox did cocaine till the day he died. Till the day he died. Seriously. Of course, Red, uh, 
the Sanford and Sun Star. I saw him in Las Vegas, November 22nd, 1986. Had cocaine all over his nostril, his mustache, and his shirt. Good old Red Fox, may he rest in peace. But back to John Jones. They threw him under the bus, and then they ran over him not once, but twice, but three times, okay? They made him go to rehab, or he voluntarily entered rehab. Why? Because he had a little blow in his system? That's not enough for me. I'm sorry. I mean, if he'd have been freaking out and doing blow and they tested him positive again, like upcoming right before the fight, and he had cocaine in his system, boom, pull him off the fight, suspend him, do whatever you want, okay? But here they were in a position where they could not uh, punish him. They couldn't punish him because they were following water rules. They couldn't punish him because this metabolite that was in his system was not a banned substance when he was not in competition. So they couldn't punish him for that. So instead, they punished him in the world of public opinion. They probably brought his money factor down as far as him making money. They probably hurt his, his ability to make money to an extent. And why? Why did they do this? And they said this week, I think they were sort of like saying, well, it was an accident. It was an accident. That's nothing, nothing, nothing's ever an accident. When you release stuff to the media, it's not an accident. Okay? They intended to harm John Jones. They intended to inflict some damage on the life of John Jones. They did that. They did that. And, of course, all the John Jones detractors. I mean, there's so many of them, and I'm not a big fan of his either. But you've got to respect his ability and his size and the fact that he's basically gone unbeaten in the world of mixed martial arts. Undefeated, baby. As I said, that one DQ to Matt Hamill outside of that, he's untouched. Had the close fight with Alex Gustafson. We'll see if he ends up doing that again in 2015. But lots of question marks surrounding him, all because he had a little bit of cocaine in his urine. I just don't believe that that's enough to hold a guy accountable four weeks before a fight. If you did that, guess what? I told you the NBA, the National Basketball Association, they don't test for marijuana. Why? There'd be nobody playing. Maybe a couple of white guys straight up. That's just the way it is. Marijuana, a a cultural thing of, uh, of today's generation. And the bottom line is was a, it was a generational thing a few generations ago, but they just had to keep it in the closet. Now it's like medical marijuana is out there. It's legal in places like Colorado and Washington, California, way behind these people. Not legal here yet. Medical marijuana, okay, but we'll talk about that. But the marijuana aspect, these 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 harmless drugs or these, and, and, and to me, cocaine is a harmless drug. Now, why do I say that? Because John Jones has enough money. John Jones, like the late the late Robin Williams, who who knew what cocaine was all about. He was who he and cocaine spent a lot of nights together. Okay, he said cocaine, snorting cocaine is God's way of telling you you have too much money to spend. Okay, I agree. And with John Jones not having to like sweat money or things like that, if he wants to do a little blow in his off time, I don't care. And I don't think you should either. I don't think it's anybody's business but his own. Let's put the John Jones thing to rest. UFC Fight Night, January the 18th. Colin McGregor, Colin McGregor, of course, the cat from Ireland, a very hot fighter. He's lost a couple of fights, but they were early on. He's performing in the main event of UFC Fight Night 59 from Boston, Massachusetts. The TD Garden, I guess that's the old Boston Garden, anyway, Ultimate Fighting Championship. Um, you got to give this kid all kinds of credit because he gets out there and he makes a name for himself. More like the Ronda Rousey, like Ronda Rousey did as a female. She went out there and she was talking to talk and walking the walk. And when you combine the two, it makes for a more exciting atmosphere. I mean, Cain Velasquez, as awesome as he is, if he did great stand-up, It'd be fantastic if he had like Chael Sonnen stand up or, or, or even Kyle Kingsbury stand up. I mean, he'd be great. He just doesn't have that stand up. Okay. Of course, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor has that kind of stand up. Take it on Dennis Siver. 
That is in the main event. Of course, it'll be a five-round fight, 145 pounds, featherweights. Of course, a champion at featherweight is longtime champion from Brazil, Mr. Jose Aldo. Hasn't lost since, like, I don't know, 2008, something like that. Long, long time. But uh, the other guy hadn't lost in a long time was Renan Braille. Of course, he lost in 2014 to the uh, world bantamweight champion, current world, world bantamweight champion, T.J. Dillashaw. That was an upset. But, you know, McGregor and Jose Aldo, is McGregor ready at this point in time? He's hot. And I think you got to strike when the fire's there because even if he was to lose against a, a great champion like Aldo, who I think is long in the tooth and ready to go, and of course, all these old Brazilians, that's why there's no Brazilians left in the world of a championship MMA. Look at it. You think I'm kidding? 125, American, Demetrius Johnson. 135, T.J. Dillashaw. 145, Jose Aldo. 155, Anthony Pettis. 170, Roy, uh, Robbie Lawler. 185, Chris Weidman, 205, John Jones. Heavyweight, Mr. Cain Velasquez. All Americans, but the 145 guy, Mr. Jose Aldo. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thank you for tuning in. This is the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget, Saturday nights, two hours, Force Overnight America. Yours truly and my precious, precious co-host. We'll talk about Zach Attack Young and Dominic Jimenez, 10 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242-800-614-1242-800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Who did you let down today? Your wife? Your kids? Well, how about yourself? 
take a look in the mirror. If you're tired of your drug and alcohol problem, you need to fix the problem and right now before you hurt or kill yourself or worse yet, somebody else. Call the addiction specialist now at the Detox and Treatment Helpline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have private insurance, we specialize in finding you the right treatment. When you call right now, you'll speak to a recovering addict who understands what you're going through right now. Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 866-490-3992-866-490-3992-866-490-3992. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The horns of the mighty Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside look at the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. We'll finish things off with the boxing world. Of course, Jay-Z, the billionaire musician, of course, former crack dealer, admitted crack dealer, and of course, the husband of Beyonce. Uh, he offered Adrian Broner, of course, reportedly $40 million for a five-year deal. Broner told him he could uh, suck his you-know-what, and then went after Jay-Z and, of course, his wife, uh, Beyonce, and said he could do this and do that and do this. And if you know what I'm talking about, so you can read between the lines. Adrian Broner, of course, a client of Al Heyman, who's a bitter rival of Jay-Z. Jay-Z and Al Heyman, ready to go to war on boxing? This should be pretty good. Guys throwing money out there. You know what that means, right? That means fighters are going to make more money. When promoters fight each other, that's what happens. Fighters make more money. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget Sports Overnight America, 10 p.m. Pacific. I have two hours of... Sports, we cover everything, including combat sports, at 10 p.m. Pacific on tonight on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, iHeartRadio, of course, live on the American Forces Network as well. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, but most importantly, don't forget the website, ringtalk.com. 